to you by Scott Clark Auto Group. Why, hello. Welcome. I'm Jess. And I'm Nomi. And this is the Riverdale Rewind. We're back at it, dude. Last night's episode, mixed emotions. Jess was not crying and I was crying. (laughs) I, I don't often cry at a TV show. Oh, see, I'm the one that balls like something said I'm like oh I'm missing that emotional button <laughs> no I don't I don't remember the last tv show I cried at um probably something but um no also I was like kind of not all the way watching I was well I was watching but I was like doing like I was on social media at the same time yes so it wasn't hitting me in my feels but also I have a I thought so. Last night's episode was the premiere of season four of Riverdale, and and they did a tribute. They started off with a tribute, pretty much to Luke Perry, how they wrote off his character. Um, There's a cameo by Shannon Doherty, which I think she's actually still going to be on the series. Really? I'm not sure. I couldn't determine from what I was reading last night. I was looking this up. This is probably what I was half paying attention to. Um, she she had made some comment mm-hmm. that like Luke's manager had been trying to get her on the series. So I don't know if this was a one time thing. I could see her character being a reoccurring character just because of how big of an impact her story was to his yeah. quote unquote death yeah. in the in the series. And if there's more to it. I don't think there's more to it. But the you know, I think they did a really nice job in tribute to him, a nice job of, of saying goodbye to the character. But I have a hard time when, when I know that that's specifically what they're doing. And like, this is all like after the fact. And like, I think of like, I've, t- I've taken acting classes before and I think of like, they're drawing from the real loss of Luke to be sad about this character. And like, I don't know. It's too like, see, like I agree with you on that one. I thought for me, I'm not, I'm not sad or like, I am sad about the character being killed off. I understand Obviously, that they had to kill off the character because what right. are they going to do? Yeah, um, they're not going to be like weekend at Bernie's kind of deal. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I am just so sad that he actually died. It feels like it's not real. Well, yeah, him as a person that makes me sad because you think of his like actual life and his actual family and the people who liked him. And, and yeah. the thing with Luke Perry though is that. At, at the end of the episode, they did an escort. The sheriff, you know, drove him through the neighborhood, and there was all these people cheering, saying "Welcome home," and showing their love and appreciation for the character Fred Andrews, and which was a very sweet way. But you know what? That ties into what Luke was in Hollywood and what he gave to everybody because he was a nice guy. Yeah, he, he was a. a almost like a mentor to these young actors. Yeah. Every single person has always said that, including his ex-wife and current were in the same room and they were able to get along just because that's just the kind of guy he was. Yeah. That's pretty remarkable. You know, (laughs) they have, you know, your ex in the same room as your current, like, yeah, that's pretty good. He, he seemed to be a pretty stand up dude. So that, that makes me sad, but I just didn't cry at the show. I, I didn't was I wasn't bawling, but I did get teary eye. It's just I thought it was such a nice way to say goodbye to not only his character character but to Luke, um, because I don't think the fans were really able to express that loss yet. Yeah, true. It's also hard. I just had gotten home at eight and I was like eating and making dinner while watching it. So you're trying to multitask yeah. and like then tweet and then look up articles about well is. 
is they're going to be reoccurring characters. Yeah. And so I'm doing you, too much multitasking. I do miss the days of not multitasking in the analog lifestyle. You text message me. I'm like, I'm just turning it on right now. And I was like, I have to just focus on this because I haven't seen the episode um, in advance. Yeah. We don't have any special privileges here on our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure anyone even knows we do it. (laughs) (laughs) Except for Scott Clark. Yeah. And us too, which you can follow her at Jessica Barilla. And to spell that, it's J-E-S-S-I-C-A-B-A-R-Y-L-A. I changed my Instagram name and I realized, well, now I'm going to have to spell it for the rest you of my gotta life. you got to come up with like a jingle so no. then people will remember it, like, like how to spell it. Yeah, I don't know how to tell people. Barwyla. But <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I just uh, was rebranding myself and that's my real name. And that's never going to be easy Wait, your real name is not Just Just? Yeah, my parents named me Just. And my last name, name is Jess, Jess WCCB. And That's it just what I thought. turned out that I happened to work at this television station. I mean, like, I just thought that was your name all along. But you can follow me as well at Nomi Burton. You yeah. know how to spell it. Yeah. You could spell that wrong, too. B-E-R-T-A-N. I guess. <laughs> you, you really could spell Burton. Trust me. People can spell a lot of things wrong. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um so, yeah, we don't know if Shannon Doherty's character is still coming back, um, but looking forward, it's they're back to their old ways next week. This week didn't set up any kind of plot. It was, I think, just kind of a tribute episode to Luke Perry, which was really nice. I'm glad they took the time to do that. Um, but it's perfect to start off the season that way and then get into a plot so we don't really have any clue what's going to be happening this Obviously, season. Molly Ringwald will be continuing her par- uh, parental role there with Archie. Um, and Skeet. Yes. And I don't know how I feel about her being the parental role. Like, I just... The, I feel like she's, like, kind of an immature parent in this series. I'm like... Nowhere, like, I'm just, like, there about her. It's not like, yes, Molly Ringwald. Or I'm not like, ugh, Molly Ringwald. I'm just like, meh, okay, Yeah, cool. she's, she know what she did. She doesn't do a whole lot for me. And maybe we'll see that as the se- season progresses, but. Yeah. Oh, just, it was interesting mm. that they had Hiram Lodge pay the full funeral bill. Yeah, what do you think that's about? I don't know. Where did we leave off with him last season? Well, he's in jail. He's in jail. Still has money. Mm-hmm. Apparently, his, we do know his that wife is in jail too. We do know that they're, although they, I don't know if they've before mentioned a sister, but Veronica Lodge's sister, who is I guess evil, is coming to town. Yes, but have they even mentioned a sister before? No, I've never heard. I of. think they're like we need to spice it up with a new character. Let's bring in the sister that we just happened to not mention for three years. Yeah, because <laughs> we got to also think about Veronica is on her own, and she is yeah. a teenager. Yeah. Like, both her parents are in jail. She's going to be, like, the the next creator of Spanx because she had to, like, start so young doing it on her own. <laughs> yeah. She just couldn't find the right pantyhose to stay up and... <laughs> Got frustrated and went to work and sewed them up herself. I'm going to tell you, those Spanx leggings are real nice, though. I need to buy some. They're a worthy investment. Although, I did then buy, um, for all you interested uh, listeners out there, the white legging pant was it was like a white jean no i don't like white pants to begin I wanted with a white jean that's all i wanted this summer and i failed i even bought shirts in advance and i tried on like three different ones and i i, just I couldn't make it work my biggest fear 
with white pants is that you're going to sit or brush against something and it's going to look like, you know. Or if you shart. Yes. <laughs> no, maybe well, shart. And <laughs> but it's going to look like it. It's well, going to look like it if you're sitting on something like on a bench or like rub against a dirty car when getting into your vehicle. Or like get the oil on the door. Yeah. I Well, I did have a pair and I got, they always had like some kind of like things would get them dirty in the wash. Yeah. Why, why would you stress or put yourself through that? I have a hard time finding the correct length. <laughs> My legs are longer. So, but why would you put yourself through that? I know I didn't. I I gave up that dream. Good. I just were now I'm wearing all black today <laughs> in mourning for the white pants summer I didn't have and for Luke Perry <laughs> and Luke Perry. Um, yeah. So oh, the one thing that I thought was funny, I was like, I'm really thank you to Luke and his memory for allowing us this song-free episode of Riverdale, and then they sang wah, at the end. Wah, wah. <laughs> well, but. We all knew that was coming at a funeral. There's always some kind of singing. Yeah. Um, so Josie, the girl who's um, on Riverdale, there she's spinning off into Katie Keene. Now, CW has Kate Kane, which is Batwoman, and Katie Keene is a new show coming out, which will feature, what's her name? Um, Pretty Little Liars Girl that had the show for a little bit that flopped. Um, um, what's her name? I'm Googling it. Google um, it, but isn't that going to be a Netflix series? No, don't you be like that. Katie Keene is a, is a CW show. Really? She's yeah, like she's going to go to New York for yes. her singing a career. It's CW. It comes out in um like it's it comes out in winter like uh, after the new year. Oh, okay. It's a it's a like a I thought there was like some big release. fight with Netflix and CW over that series. What? That's why I was like I didn't know who won that fight. Um mm, um I don't know of that, but um, it is Lucy Hale. That's right. And then um, B- Bernadette Peters is going to be on it. Oh. Yeah. So if you are a fan of Riverdale and looking for something a little bit like lighter fashion-y, more fun girl or guy, <laughs> it's National Coming Out Day tomorrow. So if you're yeah. into that and you're a guy. See, it, those poor meetings help out. <laughs> every, any, CW is the most diverse network and it's all about equality. It really so, is. It's not just a gender female show. It's an anybody show. Right. And actually, I had a conversation with um, one of the contributors on our morning show. And this particular person didn't know why Batwoman was considered a diverse character. And I'm like, well, because she's a lesbian. And Ruby Rose herself is gender fluid. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and that person was like, Oh yeah, she's so she's our first like main superhero that is a lesbian. We have so we have a lot of lesbian characters in the CW, and then we also have a, a trans superhero, Natalie Maines, on Supergirl, who is a hero as well. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, CW be kicking it up with the diversity mm-hmm. that makes me happy. Yeah, and it's not just it's not just and the. Uh, gay lesbian it's not it's not just that it's also race they have all asian yeah you know what there's not a lot of though thick people on the cw let's get some representation for the thick people on the cw absolutely how awesome would that i've met a lot of those cw actresses in person and those poor things well they're very small um, (laughs) i feel like like, riverdale has ethel ethel's not tiny or that's name one second Give me a second. <laughs> Let me ponder about this. I'm thinking too. Ethel. 
I'm thinking like I watch a lot of these shows. Um, but you know, if you met Ethel in real life, she would be like just normal size. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to be like our size, like just normal. Yeah. Oh no, not yeah, Ethel, not Evelyn ever. Um, I'm trying to think of all our shows. Problem is, a lot of them are like crime fighting superheroes, so they have to be in good shape. Like, yeah. Could you imagine like an overweight superhero but i but can't if, if they have just natural like if they're like a metahuman mm-hmm. captain underpants yeah <laughs> he doesn't even wear a suit yeah <laughs> he just, right. but he's big i can't think well cw there you have it you gotta add a little bit more thickness to your body lineup. image yes because we've got all types of people but not of the larger not all types of bodies yep Hmm. We got you. On Even that like one. CW men, when you meet them in person, you're like, God, you're delicate. Yeah, like I they're, break you. They're like not. They're like so sinewy. Like like I've seen because Stephen Amell's a pretty big dude. I've seen him in person, but like you see him and you're like, wow, he's a lot more lean than I thought he was. Or they be. always end up being short. Yeah, you're he like, was actually not super short. All the CW uh, women, like I met Katie Cassidy, and man, she she's real hoss. Like she's, you could tell. Well, she said she like be- when she became the Black Canary on Arrow, she worked out. She wanted to make it authentic, so she started that character as just a like not worked out self, and then she kept working out progressively to get better and better mm-hmm. at the character. Um, and you, oh man, you could tell. <laughs> it's like I want to do the superhero workout. Also, yeah. I think they're kind of bored in Vancouver. Well, so. yeah, and. <laughs> Also, I, I wonder. I want to know her like body fat percentage. Oh, it's nothing. It's like zero. Nothing. All of them. But you could tell even the character Goals. Felicity. They must all live up there and work out together. Well, there's nothing else to do because yeah. like they they shoot in the middle of nowhere. Even where they stay, like yeah. for instance, the Riverdale cast, they have to drive. I think they said like an hour, hour and a half back to where they're where they staying, yeah. and they stay in like a house, like yeah. a condo or whatever. Yeah. So. It's not like five minutes from the set. Yeah. Hence the reason why Archie in real life actually got in a car accident because he was driving so far. Yeah, that's true. He did. Hey, we did make a comment last night though that his hair is looking a better tone. Yes. I'm happy that they're toning it down because it was just too much. And I wonder if that was in his contract because he's like, I'm going to be balding soon if you keep on I know, that guy's poor hair. For um, real. But and he and we made the point last night that he's still the same old Archie making the um, hot-headed decisions without thinking. Um, so I wonder if we'll see any more of the last night's episode about Luke Perry, if any of that plot will carry on into future episodes, or if that was kind of like they had already planned season four, they're going to start season with a one-off kind of episode independent of the rest of the plot line. Right. We will see. Uh, we have five minutes left of the podcast. Uh, we are going to be doing a Nancy Drew podcast, but really fast. Favorite parts of last night's episode and what you think is going to happen this season? Um, I think that my favorite part was I think their acting is improving. Um, I never thought they were bad actors, but I thought that especially the scene where Betty and Veronica go look at the casket, it was very poignant, and I thought their acting was good. Um, I would say... My least favorite part was Cheryl Blossom. Sorry, everyone who loved Cheryl Blossom. Yeah. So wait, what did she do? What did what did she and um her? No, I don't know. Like, what did she do? Because she was telling Molly Ringwald, like, I want to make sure that you guys never have to experience. But what did she organize the the welcome home? 
Maybe. I don't, you know what? I missed that. I don't know what actually because they Because Mr. Lodge paid for the funeral. Right. But did she organize it? So I don't know. I don't know. And Molly oh. Ringwald's reaction was like, you are crazy, first yeah. of all, and we're divorced. So And she was also, yeah, she was also like, we, we don't have the same situation <laughs> happening here. Um, you know what? I did, you know, another poignant moment was Betty visiting her father's grave and the graffiti on yeah. it. Like, go to hell, the black hood or something. Mm-hmm. Um, burn in hell. Um, that was sad. It, that I thought that was a pretty... There's a lot to that scene. It was pretty poignant because it kind of shows like her. That's I, that may play a role. That dark Betty thing. Speaking of darkness, they're doing a lot of darkness stuff. Like Nancy Drew character has like an inner darkness, mm-hmm. and that's like a weird. To me, that's like a weird personality thing to like hang your hat on on the CW. Like, do you meet people and you're like they have a darkness? well it could be the theme of the creators it's usually more diagnosed than that (laughs) yeah they're just batchy (laughs) um yeah what were your favorite parts last night i want to see probably the funeral just because of closure i think for luke um for the fans as well as the characters I also think, once again, the gravestone was pretty eye-opening. I wonder if that's foreshadowing something that's going to be happening here in the season mm-hmm. of obviously the Black Hood may be coming back. Maybe he's not dead at all. Maybe he's there a new Black Hood. Um, a lot of questions oh, for that, that one. I mean, like, why are they going to – I understand, like, the the connection, but why why the Black Hood? Well, I don't know if maybe they're just showing it was more of a character development moment for Betty. Um, I don't know if we're really going back to the Black Hood. That's not what I took from it. But we did see at the end of season three, the cliffhanger was a flash forward to they're all standing around a fire, bloody, holding Jughead's hat. It's not Jughead is not there. It's Betty, um, Veronica and Archie. And they're talking about we need to burn all the clothes. So it makes you think something bad happened to Jughead. I'm not sure. I think that's kind of red herring. All right. And I think maybe the something bad would be that he's involved with something. Yeah. and They need to help clean up not the mess. Dead. Yeah. Right. So um, I like to see where it's going. I do like these kind of mystery shows. I'm glad that we have that. I'm, I like Nancy Drew. I'm glad we have that now. And the fact that they're back to back, I think is perfect. A really good mystery show. If you have not watched it yet that you should catch up on because it is coming back is in the dark. Mm-hmm. It's actually produced by Ben Stiller. It's on the CW. Um, the main character is a blind woman um, with a seeing eye dog. And she had to try to solve what she believed was the murder of her best friend, but she couldn't even prove like the, his body disappeared. So it was really good for a season and it's continuing into the second season. One of the actors from Mad Men is on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the, un, like it's the unsung favorite. Like it's my favorite one of the CW and like it's not a very popular one, but yes, uh, it's, it's different from anything else in the network, so check that out. It's going to come back after the uh, new year along with uh, Katie Keene. Well, yeah. we look forward to all of that, but we're going to have to say goodbye. Yes. Goodbye forever. <laughs> Until, Until next, next week. week. <laughs> Riverdale Rewind, brought to you by Scott Clark Auto Group. 